You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. He's breaking it down. So you don't have to. This is Breaking It Down with Frank McKay on 107.1 WLIRFM Hampton Bays. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here. And you can't say this about many artists, but right out of the box, 1989, he had four straight number ones hit the country charts and he became an icon immediately and he's never looked back nothing's ever changed and when you hear the name clint black you think to yourself you know just wow singer songwriter of course but he's an icon and thrilled to have him his latest song is terrific everyone's got to buy it america still in love with you and his new album is slated to be out on June 19th. It's a must-get. Pre-order it. You'll save and get it. And it's called Out of Sane. Clint Black, welcome. Thanks, Frank. That was quite quite the introduction. Thank you. Well, listen, you've earned it. And, you know, I'll tell you what. It's true. Not many people come out of the box being iconic. And that first, I think it was RCA, right, if I remember correctly, RCA. Yeah, RCA, Killing Time, and... and- the first single went number one, and I kind of I, I knew that country fans would like it, and I you know was hoping for that number one, but they didn't tell me until after that that eh, didn't really happen. Debut number ones and debut singles don't go to number one, and and so I I didn't have to worry that much. I just just hoped and and found out uh, that was a, that was a big deal, and it really kicked the door open for me. I mean, what happens to your confidence? when that happens is it a challenge to kind of keep everything together is it just is it an emotional rush what happens when right out of the box people say wow we love you you're number one and not number two not number three right but number one you know it's uh it, so many things happen right it's uh it's crazy chaos everywhere i go is an event that's uh, you know, centered on me and, uh, I'm trying to adjust to fame and, uh, trying to protect my vocal cords and just doing a million things, a million interviews, doing shows, starting to open for people like the Judds and, and, uh, you know, it's, it's explosive. You know, my confidence in the music was there. I really believed in the songs. I had, uh, uh, you know, when I write them, I know, I, I think I know this is a single or this is an album cut. And, and I think I know the difference. Sometimes I'm surprised that something I thought was an album cut, the, the label says, no, no, that's your next single. And it becomes a hit. But, uh, you know, this, when they become a hit, it's just, just everything changes and, what you think you knew and what you know all shift. It's it's crazy. 
Do you remember the first person that you recognized after your success that could help you get through the success? Was there a person that either, or people that became an anchor to you? And, and I mean an anchor in a good way. They kind of stabilized you. Do you remember who that first person was? I do. I, the person who comes to mind is my wife. We met uh, on New Year's Eve of 1991. And I was doing my first big concert in my hometown, and she and her mom came to see the show. It was New Year's Eve, and we met briefly, and 10 months later, we were married. And she had already been on Knott's Landing and, you know, been doing, uh, you know, movies and uh, adjusted to the whole fame thing. And I was reeling, and, you know, I, I, I would uh, get a little time to myself and uh and i just wanted to hunker down and you know quarantine if you will uh and and uh and 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 try to get some of my uh sanity back and lisa was just uh no we're gonna go Uh, we have to run over here and we have to pick this up and grab one of these and go do that and uh you know we made a trip to new york and uh and i'm just, I don't want to do anything. And she says, well, here we go. Let's go. Let's go. We're going. And uh, we walk out of the hotel onto the streets and start walking and walk until we retired and then grab a cab. And it was sort of my, uh, you know, I, I was just forced to get back out and live my life and not, uh, not worry about, you know, uh, the craziness. And uh, when I and started doing movies, she said, well, you know, you're, you're going to have to adjust to sitting around a lot, which I, you know, I like to be busy. And, uh, and so, you know, and I would find myself uh, really, you know, stressing out or just exhausted or whatever. You get exhausted and your behaviors change. And she would recognize it before I would. And she'd say, well, you just did nine shows in a row. You've been up every morning doing interviews. Uh, You haven't had more than a couple of days off in about uh, three months. So you should feel this way. And so it it was just, uh, that was, that was life changing. And uh, yeah. And that, that was, uh, that she really sort of, forced me to just go on and and live my life in spite of uh, the adjustments. Yeah, it's kind of interesting, too, meeting on New Year's, you know, new start, new life, new framework, mental framework. Clint Black is the voice that you're hearing if you're just joining us or if you're just turning your radio on a little late. The icon, American icon, Clint Black, again, he's been that since 1989, right out of the box, four straight number ones. Out of Sane is the name of the album, and the song, everyone's got it. You got to buy this song. It'll choke you up. America Still in Love with You. Boy, he sings it like he means it. I think he does. Clint Black here with me, Frank McKay. Tell us about the song, and what's the origin of the song? Well, it, uh, it, it really just, uh, I, I don't even know how the idea popped into my head. Well, uh, right before the quarantine hit, I was delivering my latest album. And, uh, and then at the last second, 
Steve Warner, uh, great artist, guitarist. He and I have written a bunch of a bunch of my songs together, and uh, and he had uh, designed a new Gretsch guitar, and I hadn't seen it yet, and I kept bugging him to bring it over. He kept forgetting every time he came over, and I said, you know, yeah, bring me the guitar. And so he said, okay, I'm coming over. I'm just to show you the guitar, and uh, and so we're messing around with the guitar. My album was finished. But I had this idea, uh, I'm still in love with you in spite of all our ups and downs, blah, 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 didn't have that part, next part was thinking, and I'm still in love with you, America. And I told him that idea, and I said, we have to write that. Oh, God, we have to write that. And I said, what, what, what could we do musically? And we started messing around, and we just launched into writing it. We were standing around kind of off my kitchen, just messing with his guitar. And uh, and about halfway through writing the song, I started texting musicians and calling people, trying to see who was available and if I could get a session up quickly enough to get this song recorded and finished in time to make it onto this new album. And so, about four days later, I had we were in session recording America. And uh, and it just happened that quickly. Just got it in about the day of my deadline when I had to have all the parts delivered. Amazing. And uh, yeah, and it really just uh, I knew we were we were coming into this uh, election cycle. I'd written a song a few years back called "Still Calling It News," which kind of poked fun at everyone and all of their positions and. And, uh, yes. you know, the politicians and, and all of that stuff and, and trying not to take sides. I, I'd like to try to write songs for, for everyone. Um, and, uh, and this one uh, was another attempt at, at writing something, but a little more unifying, a little more of, you know, the fact that uh, we, we have a great country. And even when we fight just a little or a lot. You know, when it comes to Fringe, you're the best one that I've got. All of that sentiment that can ring true for anyone, no matter what your political positions are, whatever stripe you are. And uh, so we worked really hard to to do that. I have friends from every walk of life, from every point of view, and I wanted them all to be able to have this song to, to get a good feeling from and not have any any politics come into it. And uh, I think we achieved that. I hope we did. And uh, I know I'm getting feedback on it. Uh, You know, it's bringing a tear to the eye of some people they're saying, and uh, it's really, it's really rewarding. You know, you hear that a lot of songs that, you know, you hear from people that touched them, but uh, it really is rewarding because I'm so grateful that I was born here in America. Uh, I've been around enough to know <laughs> how lucky I am. And I want other people that might forget to, to stop and think about, you know, uh, how, how united we really are and how, you know, you know, our diversity uh, of culture and diversity of thought and all those things serve us. And, and if we don't, uh, you know, pit ourselves against each other, we can do so much, and we have. 
Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. He's breaking it down so you don't have to. This is Breaking It Down with Frank McKay on 1071 WLIRFM Hampton Bays. Clint Black, everyone, is our very special guest. And Out of Sane is the new album. America Still in Love with You is a great song. And you'll get choked up. And I get it, Clint. You know, I get what you're saying, everything you're saying there. And, you know, even still they call it news. We forget, we get caught up in our, you know, we don't like this one or we don't like that one. And you forget the idea that we can argue about this and that we can dislike and speak out against a public official or politician that we don't like. It's one of the great things about America and the fact that we don't have to be in a box. We don't have to be cookie cutter and we don't all have to think the same. I've always thought of you and Lisa as people who get that. I mean, you've seen fame you've seen the media from all sides and and you've had to deal with all of that but i've always seen you guys as people who really get this country and again we first time we're talking i've never met lisa but i've always seen the two of you as seeing it you know almost as a privilege to be americans and and i don't mean that in a trite way i mean that in a very sincere way and and you guys get it yeah thank you i i we do get it we are humble and uh you know we can slip out of that any one of us at any time but uh you know you really you know i'm i i have to say it's it's humbling to look around the world you know uh to look at uh you know these refugee camps in in syria and uh you know i've been to somalia when our troops were there and uh you know, Checkpoint Charlie there in Mogadishu and out to the feeding camps in Baidoa. And, you know, you, you, you really, you don't need to see that up close to realize it. Uh, but we go through these periods where it looks like, uh, you know, we're all at each other's throats. If you watch the news, you know, uh, you see the protesting in the streets and stuff like that. And I've actually heard people say we've, We've never been this divided before. And I kind of, you know, I laugh sadly. Yes, we have, you know, just think of the civil war. And, and, and if you go back to the American revolution, um, even at that time, you know, we had had uh, a parliamentary uh, government in the colonies for uh, years and years. And there was always fighting and maneuvering and jockeying for power and, and then when uh, the Continental Congress began, uh, there were, you know, there was a lot of arguing and compromising. Uh, it has always been there. Uh, if you look at some of the uh, op-ed pieces that Alexander Hamilton wrote at the time, uh, there was some ugly stuff there. And so it's just been kind of a, a function of politics, uh, to quote uh, a politician, uh, the the meaning of the word politics comes from uh, uh, the Latin poly meaning many and ticks meaning blood sucking parasites. 
That's terrific. Clint Black, once again, is the voice that you're hearing. You know, you're right. I laugh when people say we've never been this divided. We've almost always been this divided. It's only certain times World War II. Actually, it was only during World War II. As soon as it was over, I mean, we had the blacklisting and we had, you know, people calling others communist and and we were going to, we're almost always, as a country, we're almost always divided. I mean, nobody wins. Yeah, we're seeing it more now because we have more outlets we have more information coming at us all the time and i think it's good to remind everyone that our differences are not greater than our similarities and uh and that we we have a country uh together you know we're we're the united states and uh, we're all different i mean you know someone you meet and Houston, Texas, going to be some somewhat different than uh, someone you bump into, you know, out on Long Island. And uh, but but the similar, I've traveled around, I've met people, you know, I've been to every state in this in, in this country, and I can tell you deep down, we're really all the same. And uh, we may, you know, like different policies and uh, different music and. Uh, just uh, have different sensibilities, but you know we're more we're more in common than we do difference. Is there anything standing out? I don't mean to be trite again. The a bucket list. Is there anything that stands out to you in your career that you'd still like to do that you haven't done? Oh, I'm still doing it. I'm I'm still doing new things all the time. I I started taking video screens out on a uh, tour with me last year and I learned how to edit my own stage video footage. And so I, uh, I, I created all of the, well, I didn't create it. I went and found a lot of footage and, and used some of my old footage to uh, basically produce and did a lot of the editing myself. So I've learned how to use editing software. I used to direct my videos. I still do that, but, uh, I never did the editing and now I'm able to do more of that and I'm starting to create live clips performing from my studio uh, to put out and and I'm right now when we hang up I'm going to go back down to the studio and continue to try to set up my uh, online broadcasting setup so that I can go live to Facebook and uh, Zoom wherever I want and perform for my fans and uh, uh, answer questions live. And, uh, and so the things like that, that are a creative outlet for me, I just continue to, to push, but there'll be, there, there are other things, you know, there are guitar licks I haven't really gotten that good at yet. So I still practice on my guitar for a couple of hours a day, usually sometimes more and, uh, still trying to understand better how to get what I'm after on a record. I want my records to sound better and better. And uh, it's just constantly trying to grow. And I have a lot of examples. I'm 58. Uh, I have examples of artists who are 70 uh, and their band members who are in their 70s who are still laying it down and playing their best licks and better tone uh, as in tune as ever. And those are my models that, uh, you know, if I just keep at it, keep working hard and don't lose my chops, 
that uh, I can keep going and keep getting better. If you see me live today, uh, you may not notice it. Uh, a musician or an engineer or a producer might notice it, uh, but uh, I'm I'm a better performer, better guitarist, better singer today than I was 10 years ago or 20 years ago. Listen, it would make sense, but let me just tell you, congratulations on the latest single, the latest album, on an amazing career. America Still in Love with You is as good as anything you've ever done, and that's saying a lot. Clint Black, thank you very right. much for being here. Give us a website or a social media site. I know at Clint underscore Black is Twitter. Is that right? Yep, I'm there being a twit. And uh, I'm better at Twitter, but I'm getting around on Instagram a lot better now. Uh, I'm working on the Facebook Live. Uh, ClintBlack.com, you can find all the links and sign up for my mailing list. That's the best way to find out uh uh, as soon as possible, what's happening, and we have a lot happening now. Well, again, congratulations on everything, and uh, thank you very much for being here. I enjoyed it, Frank. Thank you. Thank you. And to everyone, another album from an icon. I said it from the start, from 1989, four straight number ones, and he's never looked back. He's been an icon since we got to know him, and he's terrific. And the name of the song, the latest song, you can buy this now. America Still in Love with You. It's beautiful. It's absolutely great. Clint Black has been our very special guest. We'll see you all next time on Breaking It Down. This is Breaking It Down with your host, Frank McKay, on 1071 WLIRFM Hampton Bays. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Marion Gold, uh, the front man and uh, lead singer uh, for Alphaville. And uh, what a career he's put together and they've put together. And, uh, you know, just uh, it's it's nice to talk to someone, especially one of the original, the original uh, member. I, I don't know if anyone else is left from the original lineup, uh, but thrilled to have him. Marion, how are you? Well, I'm, I'm the last person. Wow. I, it's, uh, it, I'm fine. I'm fine. Thank you. Yeah. I, what What happened to everybody else? Every is uh, everybody else fine? Yeah, I think everybody else is fine, and um, and we still. I mean, there were no uh, problems. You know, it was just like after a while, you know, everybody went in separate ways. You know, and I'm, I'm still Jordan and me. We're still really very uh, you know, friends, and. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's okay. Well, at the moment,
the, techno the technology, the, the, the company with the products and, you know, the liberty. And there's so many uh, people involved in a, in, in a project like that, you know, which is just it's amazing. It's really a, a new, complete new um, experience for us. You know, because normally we go into the studio and uh, as as a, as, a, as five piece, and then we, you know, it's a very intimate process in the studio. So we start writing music and doing sessions and jamming and whatever to get ideas. And um, but this time it was it was just like it would work in the public. You know, with uh, the because of this huge staff of people and. Um, And it was actually like, you know, standing next to a wishing well. So we had all these fantastic musicians. We had all this fantastic support. And we were basically five producers of this, this album, much more than we were uh, active musicians. Because uh, the plan was that the orchestra at, at first rate would be the main instrument of this production. And um, because... Our plan was to, uh, in a way, you know, as if the music, the, the repertoire would have been written in, in, in the 19th century and then played by an orchestra. So the orchestra is the main instrument that we were using um, for this production. And the band is basically the producer. And not, we, we're not active apart from my, my, uh, um, my role because I, I had to rethink. Uh, all the songs, you know, I, it was also my, my challenge and my wish, you know, to re-record all the vocals uh, for all the songs that would be included on this album. Uh, how much different did it turn out uh, playing with this orchestra than, than what you thought it would be? I mean, to me... It's a big deal, uh, you know, only elite bands and, uh, you know, you certainly have had that kind of career, but only... Uh, elite bands have, have ever been uh, backed by an orchestra, and especially you know something an orchestra like this. Uh, is, is it much different now that you've done it than what you thought it would be like? Yeah, yeah. In, in, on one hand, on the other hand, it is. I mean, we try to achieve, you know, to give the listener the impression that you know this music was composed for the orchestra and that the orchestra plays that that works out but the process uh, of uh, recording this album was completely new for us and I cannot say that we had a plan in the beginning and then it turned out to be something else in the end it was just like it was really an, a big adventure travel in this production um, we were confronted with lots of un unforeseen uh, problems you know that we would have never uh, think of Uh, uh, thought of, but um, um, in, in, a, in a way, it was just a big adventure, you know, like, like an expedition, you know, on uh, on white territory for us, you know. Um, but you know, bringing bringing the songs into into this uh, style of uh, symphonic music was not such a big task because I think after the music is distant to uh, it works very well with an orchestra. I think. People are going to, I think people are going to, uh, like, be revitalized on songs, uh, for example, Big in Japan or, or Forever Young that they've heard and loved for so many uh, so many years now. Uh, 
I think they're going to see them even in a different light, and you you might see them uh, uh, sneaking into movies and 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 TV. Uh, different fans, I think, will appreciate them differently now that you've you've done it like this. So uh, congratulations to you. I mean, you really uh, you you did something here. You did something that. Uh, that it's very difficult to do, and that means to do something different after all this time. Look, Alphaville has uh, is, is just uh, been one of those bands that uh, are respected throughout the years, and the fact that you're the last uh, remaining member, I, I got you're the last man standing, so congratulations to you on all of that. Uh, what's next? I know you're touring in, in uh, Czech Republic and, and some other, and uh, Germany, of course. Are you coming here? Are you coming to the United States? Well, we, um, uh, yeah, we, we think about uh, the, uh, we're organizing a tour at the moment uh, for next year. In the first half, we will basically uh, perform together with the orchestra um, on uh, several locations in uh, Germany and also in some other parts of uh, Europe. Um, and hopefully, uh, we will also come to, uh, uh, to the United States and, 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 play, and play there on, on different locations. The thing is that, no, when you when you're doing touring with a band, you know it's just the five members of the band and some people around. So we normally we're like eleven, twelve people, uh, and that and plus equipment and that's it. You know, in this, in this case, we have a sixty-piece orchestra and lots of additional people around. So it's probably I don't know, eighty, ninety, ninety people. It's a big task to, you know, a logistic challenge you know, to, to travel with such, so many people. And uh, so that will be wisely prepared uh, before before uh, before we do it. But I really do hope, you know, that we come to to the U.S. in the second half, maybe by, at the end of the second half of 23, and uh, perform the, with the orchestra and plus the band, you know, this, Really lovely album because I'm I'm, I'm really very proud of this album. I think it's it's really great and uh, it is uh, it, it became much bigger than my 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 wildest uh, expectations. So I, I'm really so keen and happy to uh, to be able to perform this this music live. Uh, and um, if there's any chance, we'll come to the states and do so. Marion Gold, congratulations on the album. It's terrific. And to uh, uh, to everything you put together, just a, a wonderful career. Can you give us a website or a social media site before you go? Sorry, uh, I, I didn't ask the question. Sorry. Do you have a Do you have a website? I didn't the question, a, a, a website or a social media site you'd like to point us to? Yeah, we were on all social media. As Alphaville, and uh, we have also a website called earth. Marion Gold, thank you very much for being here. Thank you. What's that up to you? Marion Gold, yeah. everyone from Alphaville, has been our guest. And yeah, a little, little difficult. Uh, you know, I. I talk fast. I don't know if he heard, if he understood the, uh, you know, I was just asking for social media sites and I guess Alphaville, just look up Alphaville. And I, I was trying to listen closely uh, to him and 
hear what he says. You know, look, synthesize the bands like uh, like the Human League, Depeche Mode, and Erasure, uh, Eraser, and OMD. Uh, they they kind of took off in the eighties, and um, you know people were listening to you know the music back then. And if you know, look, uh, if you're a fan of that type of music, you certainly know who Alphaville is. They've had some huge, monstrous hits. Basically, what they've done is they they went in after a long time. Marion Gold is the lead singer and the front man, and the last one uh, of the original lineup. I don't even I don't even know who some of the other guys are. Marion Gold's the only guy that I that stands out to me anyway. So you could have told me all the other guys were all the other guys were original members, and I I wouldn't have known anything. I only guy I know is Marion Gold. Uh, from the band, but I'm, I, you know, I wasn't into that uh, style of music per se, and uh, and I don't say that disrespectfully. I mean, but it's a new symphonic double album called Eternally Yours, and it's um, uh, it, it'll be out soon. And uh, double CD, uh, double black vinyl. I'm just reading this, uh, you know, digital. Of course, uh, you can pre-order now. Frank McKay signing off. Marion Gold, lead singer of Alphaville, has been our very special guest. We'll see you next time on. Breaking it down. It's breaking it down with Frank McKay. Long Island Vibes. On 1071 WLIRFM Hampton Bays. Now here's your host, Frank McKay. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Sam J. Jones uh, reached uh, pop culture immortality with Flash Gordon, Dino De uh, Laurentiis's uh, classic uh, back in uh, in '80, and uh, and what a I, you know, what a what a memory as kids growing up, and I, I was so grateful that that Ted brought the idea back, right? And and Seth MacFarlane and uh, and and that whole uh, concept uh, brought it back because it's sometimes, I, it's sometimes with all the Marvel stuff going on, uh, it gets lost in the uh, uh, in the weeds. But what a great job uh, Sam did on on. Uh, uh, Flash Gordon and uh, a lot of other things, but uh, thrilled to have him here. An unlikely angel is uh, is his latest, and you can see that streaming on Pure Flix. It, anything that Sam's in, I'm going to watch, and all of you should watch as well. But Pure Flix is where you can see it. You go to pureflix.com uh, and check out an unlikely angel. Uh, Sam, how are you? Hey, th- thank you, Frank, for having me. Absolutely, yes. Uh, it's a very inspiring film. It's uh, it's for everybody, you know. It, we the things that we all go through, but really, um, I finally got to play a granddad. I, I played a dad a few times, so I got to play a dad and a granddad. And my daughter in this is Jillian Murray. She's the lead actress. Yeah. This is uh, this is written by Rebecca Rogers, directed by Darrell Nelson, and it, it, yeah, they really captured something here. It's uh, it's inspiring, but. Uh, during that whole process, I mean, here my daughter has to, she's a big corporate executive and, and becoming a first time mom. And how do you, how do you prioritize that? So that, that that's the challenge in the film here. And there's some incredible, don't want to give away much, but there's some incredible uh, divine intervention and really shocking, um, surprisingly shocking uh, twist in the story. And uh, that's what we all have to deal with on a daily basis, prioritizing our lives, especially when it comes to children, you know, and that's that's what this covers. And 
all the viewers, all of us are going to, uh, when we watch it, it's going to help us reevaluate our own choices in life. That's what I like about it. Well, listen, it's terrific. Um, when, you know, at this point in your career, and you've seen so much, and you've, uh, you've had so much attention put uh, on you from the pop culture world, when you see a script, uh, how long do you know, uh, how long does it take you before you, you, you think it's for you or you know what it's going to be like? Well, I, I mean, that's the first thing you do is read the script. But, but just to be clear and, and to be transparent here, uh, there's only a handful of actors that tell you, unless they're independently wealthy, there's only a handful of uh, handful, probably 10, 20, but maybe a little more, that are bankable names, that are A-list, who they can pick and choose what they want to do. Yeah. Um, uh, I, you got to remember, in the film industry is, uh, the whole objective in the film industry is, yes, choosing good material and scripts, but um, th- there's not a, a whole lot of offers that come through each year there's there's maybe a few offers each year so you kind of want to take what you get however the only thing that i turn down is if if there's i don't mind playing the villain i don't mind playing if he's really egregious and a really horrible man as long as he gets his due justice but if this villain or this nemesis is glorified in any way uh and there's nothing redeeming at the end then that's the only type of stories that I turned down. Um, I don't care how much money is involved. I think there's a little bit of a difference nowadays that could be confusing for our younger generation where good is now bad and bad is now good. But yeah, but this story, it, it, it's, it's a no brainer, meaning on uh, do, doing a, a story like this. It's, it's a must do. It's a must see. Yeah. I just I, listen, just a, a wonderful career that you've put together. And, you know, I, I said to somebody even recently, uh, I just in the last interview I did, uh, that, you know, you could kind of drop your mic after, uh, after doing something. And, and there's a lot of people in the pop culture world uh, that could say that about you with, uh, with Flash Gordon. But, of course, you can't. You know, I mean, it's, it's real life. You know, we, we look and, you know, we say, we say oh, man, how are you going to top that? I grew up with that. I was like 12 years old when Flash Gordon came out. And it's it's a cult classic, and I uh, and you know you look at it and you say, Jesus, this guy doesn't have to do anything. But it's not true. You talked about the reality of of what uh, what acting is and everything else, and uh, you know you were terrific in the Blake Edwards uh, film, right? With uh, Bo Darrow as a ten, right? You were, uh, yeah, and, that's correct. Uh, and and so you know so many great things over the years. But it is a, a it, you're right. There's about ten people who can kind of pick and choose whatever the hell they want. But other than that, it's a business. It's a job, and everything. Yeah. I, I I would imagine you got to look back and be pretty proud of what you did. You had to you had to grind it out. You didn't have it. Uh, you didn't have anything handed to you. Uh, it seems you, like to me, you look like a very hard worker. First time we're talking, obviously. But uh, it, you know, you've paid your dues over the years, and then you paid them again, and, and here you are. And uh, an unlikely angel, something we should all check out. Uh, a nice, uh, nice uh, bookend, and a lot more to come. No, it's wonderful. Yeah, I'm, I'm in a great position right now, my older age, where I can do multiple anything from superhero to the villain to uh, military, uh, law enforcement, and then dad and granddad. I. I and I am in real life, like I told you, and I I uh, I love it. And being part of a great production, 
uh, on, on you know, with Pure Flix, uh, who, who brought this film on board. Uh, it's just an honor to be part of this and bring in a great message. You know, it, there's adversity and challenges with it, but the end, it's 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 redemption and it it's uh, especially nowadays, Frank. You know, everybody's been yeah, it's it's been difficult the last couple of years with COVID. Now it's time for all of us just to start uh, building people up and, and making ourselves and one another laugh and bring humor to the situation. We're taking way too much, too many things too serious. You know, it doesn't have to be, yes, there's adversity, there's challenges, but it doesn't have to be overwhelming. And I think, that, I believe that's what this story, it, it gives us, uh, it centers us on what is really important in life family, work, uh, all those things. And I, um, I'm proud to be part of an unlikely angel on, on pure flicks. Well, we're going to be watching an unlikely angel. Uh, congrats to you on a wonderful career, still going strong here and, uh, and, and playing some different roles here. The thrilled to have you for the first time. Hopefully we can get you for a longer period of time. Can you give us a website or do you, do you mess around with social media at all? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I'm easy to find the Facebook, the Instagram, Sam J. Jones. Uh, yeah, I think the um, at real at real Sam J. Jones is one of them. Yeah, I mean, I'm real easy to find. It's uh, it's all there. Sam, thank you very much for being here. Congrats once again. Thank you so much, Frank. Sam J. Jones, everyone, has been our very special guest. Terrific. And uh, again, uh, you know, pop culture iconic Flash Gordon from Dino De Laurentiis's uh cult classic Flash Gordon I loved it as a kid I still love it it stands up it's uh, you know listen uh it, it gets lost in the in the Marvel universe and all of that uh you know cuz it's it kind of you know again it's uh, it, it everything gets lost because of Marvel but you got to watch Flash Gordon you got to see uh see Sam uh at, at his very best and pop culture at its very best. An unlikely angel is streaming on Pure Flix. Uh, I'm, I'm watching it because Sam's in it, but it's, it's got a great cast. There's a bunch of folks in there that uh, that are just worth watching and anything also. It's a, a lot of good young talent in there. And, uh, again, I, I'm watching because Sam's there. An unlikely angel is, uh, is the name, pureflix.com. Go there and check it out. Uh, but more importantly, check out, Check out Sam's career. He's really put together, you know, wonderful career. But again, Flash Gordon is just something that uh, that shouldn't get lost in the uh, the pop culture universe. It's it, if there's a pop culture hall of fame, uh, uh, De Laurentiis's film is uh, is certainly in there, uh, no question about it. And you got so many other things um, uh, to check out Sam, and he's just, just absolutely terrific, and sounds real down to earth. And for those listening. In uh, West Palm Beach, uh, uh, he's uh, uh, he's a West Palm Beach boy. He grew up down there. It's a nice thing for. I'm sure we'll get some text and and some uh, some emails about that. But uh, he is, and he's proud of that. Uh, great career he put together. Sam J. Jones, everyone, has been our very special guest. Check out an unlikely angel streaming on Pure Flix. Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you all next time on Breaking It Down. In many ways, Long Island is the story of America. It's Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. Long Island is definitely the place for you. Now, here's your host, Frank McKay, on 1071 WLIRFM Hampton Bays.